It's Sunday. Why? You yelling? That was so anticlimactic. So it's just like the story of my life right now. I really thought you were going to bring the noise with that one. Story of my sex life. Talk about that. (laughs) There's nothing there. (laughs) It's just 30 seconds. It was just a really bad. 30 seconds of fire and then it just goes downhill from there. Nah, dude. I've been been fucking on my game. Yeah? No pun intended. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden just lasting very long. That could two things. She ain't bringing the noise or your intake of caffeine is out of control right now. My intake of I'm highly attracted to her. So I don't think that would be like the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And my intake of caffeine is like always at all time high. Do you think it's higher than usual? No, I think it's lower than usual, actually. That like, also could be like at a point when I was just smoking cigs. You sound like a fucking WebMD guy. Is it too high? No, it's not that high. That could also be it. <laughs> Dude, you, you never know. It's medium. That could, that too, that, no. that too could be the problem. Yeah, well, anytime you change something, it messes with your body. I don't think it's like a bad thing, though. It's when not I like was, I feel shitty. When I was thinking like pre-workout drinking monsters smoking cigs i don't even think my boner knew it was a boner <laughs> like i don't even know what was, it was happening just the pre-workout was going straight to your cock yeah would <laughs> be pretty sick actually i don't know you should try it. you ever taken viagra no i was gonna ask you that today that's incredible great wavelengths we have right now yeah big big boner wave have you tried there. it no i am scared i've tried like um because i feel like my bones are ready i've tried blue chew I've, yeah. okay i've actually tried two things that like i, I hear advertisements for all the time yeah. now Blue Chew, which is a tablet that you just mm-hmm. chew like 30, 40 minutes before sex and it's supposed to like keep your dick hard. It's like a... But you don't need that. It's almost... No, no. It's it's almost like um, if like codeine is codeine, this yeah. is like Advil to that. Okay. It's like that much... Yeah. I, I didn't notice... A, I think it's a placebo thing to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it. And then there's like the... Ro- you've, you've heard of like Roman swipes? Yeah. So Roman swipes work. But what they do is they just completely desensitize your desensitize your. Dick. Oh, so you're just going like. So you're just going, but you're not getting pleasure from it. And I've gotten to the point where where my my cock's like gone soft because I don't even you don't even like realize if, if you do it at the right time and you start having sex within like five minutes you're gonna stop feeling your cock. That's it's, like it's not, not enjoyable. What's the point at all. then? People that take that is probably like their significant other said like, hey, you're not lasting long enough. Yeah. I need to be pleasured. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it has to be. That's a pleasurer pill. Yeah, there's uh yeah, most of the dick things just are not they're just like solving very very short-term problems. So is Viagra just like the goat and will always be the goat? I don't know. Cuz no one I've never heard anything other than like it works or I had to go to a hospital cuz my dick was hard for 10 hours. I really want to try Viagra. I actually asked her if like if I could try it. She's like, "No, I'd be terrified of you." I'm like, "You want to try it same time?" No. Well, yeah. I guess. Let's pick a day. That sounds weird, though. Like, how are we going to do that? We'll just get, like, a conjoining hotel room. What? Like, you're on the other side. I'm on the other side. And we just have, like, two pit bulls in a room. And just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see who stops first. Are we telling? We're not telling the girls that we're doing it, right? Well, Heather listens. So once she sees us having conjoining uh, hotel rooms, we she's have to do two up. different days then. We do a, t- a weekend stay. We don't mm-hmm. tell which day that we do the Viagra. I'm all in. Let's fucking go. She actually told me, she's like, I wouldn't let you near me. She, <laughs> I'm like, w- my sexual drive is like... You already said that. You're horny all the time. Yeah, but I'm saying relative to her mm-hmm. way higher. Yeah? So, like, I'm a problem. Yeah. It was funny. Actually, this is probably when I get too into detail. Yeah, but she, we were like... Uh, and I, I told her this at one point. I think I told you this. That like, I was like, I need more sometimes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was sleeping at her house. We were, about to go to, we were about to go to bed. I was like watching TV. She had fallen asleep like on my chest or whatever. And she was like, what is that? And I was like, it's, I have a boner. I'm sorry. She's like... Ugh. 
She like thinks that like anytime I get a boner, I need to yeah. get rid of it. Let and, like, it go. Ejaculate. That's what I was like. No, I'm good. Like normally I'd be like, yeah. yeah. She was like, she was like half sleeping. She's like, do you need me to like get up and ride you? I was like, I really appreciate that you said that, but nah, like go back to, go back to bed, sweetie. Go back to the dream state. There's been times where I, I'm like a dog sometimes where we would have sex and like we fall asleep. It's late. We're drunk and I'll just wake up and act like nothing changed. Like I, I was mid stroke and then I started having sex and she's just like, no like, <laughs> No I'm sleeping <laughs> It's so just like Oh word It's fucking bullshit Because like You can't do that When you want to But anytime they want it It's done It's, it's so funny Because she's always like You pick the worst times And it's like Right before bed And I'm just it's like, like Every time th- is the best time Yeah But on the other side Of that is I, I've actually gotten like I've been using like Excuses Not lately But like I'm tired from work And like It's like 8 I know Like I have to like Do things And then like By the time I get to bed I'm like tired And she's just like Super fucking horny And I'm just like No well, That's the good part About the quick nut Yeah It's like you don't look at it As like an hour long experience And I told her I wasn't gonna bring it up But the Matthew McConaughey uh, Book He said one great thing You might not want sex In the moment But when you do it you're gonna love it Yeah So you might as well start And that's what happened The other day And it was great We had a great sesh It's like working out It's like anything That kind of is like uh, Looked at as Not not necessarily a chore But if you don't want to do it At the time You kind of look at it Something as a chore but Once you do it You never you never regret working out Yeah You know But it's just been I think once you live With somebody Like when I used to go To our house When we both lived With our parents mm-hmm. it, Every time you didn't know When your next nut was I know we were like we we're like caveman starving. Yeah, here. you know, like every time you're like, I gotta do it. What happens if I can't? I don't see you the next day. So you're having sex consistently, which I think you're probably doing with uh, your girl because you guys are just going to each other's houses, and the end game is always sex. And now you do get lazy once you start living with each other because you're like, oh, I have tomorrow. I could see that, yeah. and that's been a huge problem even during quarantine because there was no, there's no like, there's no like secret or anything it's not like you're trying it's just like it's weird it's a weird situation where you now you need to like no you have to like still put the moves on you have to pretend like it's not do you tomorrow start, do you start scheduling it no at what point she she actually made a comment about that i'm like we're not there i'm and i, I was like internally i'm like i'm the problem right now and i need changes internally I'm, being, I'm there yeah out loud we're not there yeah and, yeah i was like i have to change i'm being lazy that just came stemming from me being lazy not 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 i don't want to have sex with her it was just me being lazy and i was like stop no this is me i have to just do it and get back to that rhythm because that quarantine fatigue also messes with your uh, sex life because you're like tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Fuck that. You gotta fuck it. <laughs> Figuratively and spiritually. Yo, speaking of actually, you know what's crazy? I actually stole this sex book from her house. It's like uh, the Kama Sutra. It's like some shit along that line, and it was like basically teaching you how. Do you do you remember when you were super young when you were like? Before you could actually nut, before anything came out, it was just like that. So like you could you can orgasm, right? Yeah. Like you remember that? Like yeah. you were able. I would to do it like, like four times in a row. So that's the thing. They're like that way. That book and and what they're what you just brought mm-hmm. up, Kama Sutra shit, yeah. is about nutting and ejaculation or right. nutting and orgasming are two different things. They just happen to happen Simon within t- like, oh. and you're able to as humans as males, you're actually able to separate them, and that's like the the art of doing that. So you can actually orgasm like five times without nutting and then nut whenever you need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the, uh, like girls can do that shit too. That the book that I stole from her was like teaching you how to do that stuff. 
I've read like four pages. I'm just like, I don't and know, you're all I'm in. trying you're, to just nut yeah. all the time. So like, <laughs> you know, that's but, amazing. Uh, it's crazy how like you never think of those things until like yeah. someone just tells you. And I'm like, oh, I do remember. Have that. you ever looked at the Kama Sutra thing? I've seen like the there's like in India like a temple, and there's pictures of different sex positions, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, you can do that, and they're like, if you do this, you hit this the orgasm of comet and that will ascend you through yeah people like really they talk about like sexual healing they like really sex is like a lifestyle for some people like a great lifestyle if you're into that shit yeah be really cool to be like all i care about is like sex and i like i'm just i'm healthy because of sex i just don't see how that's a thing but but people do it i feel like you see your smelly if you do that 100 percent. like you haven't shaved anything in years like that girl has full bush Full bush on in every part of her body that that grows hair. Oh. Like her toes probably got bushes on. Like them. I don't want that. Yeah, at no, all. I'm good. But going back to the pill, the only reason I'm scared of that is at my brother in law's bachelor party, we put the like we open a gas like you know those gas station pills. Yeah. And we like put it in his drink, and like the boner gas station pills. Yeah. That are like bright yellow and shit. Yeah, and he like he had to know because like everyone was taking a shot. His was like green. <laughs> and like birthday boy shot, and we gave it to him. And like it was so funny because on the on the ride over, everyone's talking, and I'm like staring at him, and I'm like, something's happening, something is happening to you, and you don't like it. And he like started turning red, and I'm like, are you good? And he's like, I don't feel good. And he's like anxiety ridden, like red in the face. I'm like, I've been there with my friends that have been like. Freaking out through drugs So I know what you gotta do I'm like You're gonna smoke a cig with me Wait hold on real quick I, I might have missed Like some of that Cause I was concerned about I think you've been screaming For the last I, I forgot I put the shit All the oh. way up and, and it's been close to your face Look back so I'll just, show it to you so at the end it, Your shit is just like <laughs> Yeah mine's like a little Fucking chill in there um, Wait did you say you put The boner pills into his The boner pills from the gas station Into his drink And he was freaking out As if he's on like hallucinogens he just didn't feel good. You know, like that pit uh, in your stomach and anxiety. Yeah, I'd imagine those pills are like straight poison and toxic. Yeah, and I was like, this is what you have to do. You're going to go take a shit. You're going to sm- rip a cig and take a shot of Jaeger. And he's like, what? I'm like, just do it in that order and trust me. And it worked. It worked. I had no idea what I was doing. Big and placebo it energy. That was, and he was like, wow, that really worked. I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, Anytime <laughs> you just say some shit with confidence and make people do it, it's like, oh my God, that worked. Life changing. How did you just come Kama Sutra? <laughs> How do you know? Yeah, saved his night. Love that. All right. Let's uh, pivot off of sex podcasting. Yeah. How you been? I haven't seen you this week. How was your va- You said your Valentine's Day. I saw your tweet. You had sex. Congratulations. It was big. I actually, I'll tell you this off camera. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> okay. People are sick of hearing about yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun. We went to this drive-in movie theater in Brooklyn. We pulled up. The screen was like kind of far away. It wasn't like hard to see, but we were at a weird angle, and for some reason the volume was shitty. And a lot of people, since it was so cold, a lot of people had their cars on still, like running the heat and shit. Mm-hmm. So like it was hard to hear over all the cars running next to us. So long story short, we just shut the fucking door and nutted everywhere. Oh, were you nervous at, about seeing any? Like anybody seeing up. inside? Yeah, we were like strategical with it. We set up like a little fucking fort and everything. And then I realized like everybody else is doing the same thing. Probably I can't right edit now. any of this out. Why? You just like you don't know how to. Like, yeah, you physically can't. I'm gonna be up for hours. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was uh, it was it was. We actually ended up just like watching TikToks for like an hour That's after hilarious. once we. Yeah, it was really good actually. Sundays are you usually busy or is that kind of your day off to rest? Or uh, was this like you went on Valentine's Day and then you've been super busy this whole week? Yeah, this this week has been fucking a nightmare. Not a nightmare, just like scheduling wise. Because now now it's it's to the point where we're putting out so much content that like. Any random thing I throw into the fucking mix, 
like kills me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some if I'm invited onto a podcast or like I'm doing a guest spot here or like something random comes up from work, uh that's like my that's like my side thing for the entire week, you know? So Is this like part of the schedule while yelling? Or is this important or Yeah. It's uh it's I can't put it part of the schedule because we never actually know when we're yeah. scheduling. I just know it's usually either Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh towards that part of the week is when I'll film this and when I'll record this and when I'll film my behind the business series. Who uh, you have this week? Uh this dude Peter Overzet. Mm-hmm. You know who he is? Of course not. He's uh he's actually like a comedian. He's like really he's probably like if I see his face, maybe I would know. He's like one of the only funny people in the fucking entire <laughs> industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like really, really funny. Um he did you see I went on to his podcast in the summer. You might have seen the clip of me tucking my yeah, shirt yeah, in and yeah, out 15 guy? times. Yeah. yeah, so he does like the randomizer wheel and oh, shit okay. like that. So, so it's him. Know who he is. Yeah, yeah. So I brought him on. Um, that was that was the that was the interview we did right before you came here. Mm-hmm. So we were on for like two hours. And uh, anytime I get in those conversations, it's just like very draining in a good way. You know, like I just it, it takes a lot of energy to like talk about most of that shit for so long. It's like it gets me fucking pumped up. You know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been working on that, and then. Working on the the draft guide we put on for pre order this week. Oh, did we you? put the draft guide up for pre order? We started off, but we're like not in. Uh, it's not ready at all. Like not even close to fucking ready. And you're it's really just, early. Are you just stealing money right now and then? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what every pre order is though. Yeah, but most content is not ready. The the problem is a lot of the content we're pushing right now is like rookie stuff, rookie dynasty stuff. So it's like off season stuff. People do want the content. I'm waiting for my like web app guy to finish up this fucking centralized website we have and it's like it's taking a little longer than i expected mm. and uh is he new to this or was this a- like he's a web developer but like the project overall i'm just not really sure to like how to gauge how long a project like is supposed to take you yeah. know so when he's like oh i'm working on this i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm like okay like i trust you but also like i need results when my shit when my website crashed last year i created a whole new website in like 10 hours by myself you know and like that's where the draft guide has lived for the last two fucking years yeah so i'm like <sighs> i mean he's probably trying to make it his baby trying to make it perfect yeah we i mean there's a lot of like customization to it it's like a very very unique thing that we're and the plan we have for it is very unique we're actually it's going to be a website that has like every i think we we talked about mm-hmm. this the website has everything on it which is not like a normal thing for most Content creators, membership websites, uh, subscriptions, merch is going to be on there. The draft guide is going to be on there. So uh, it's definitely unique. So, I, I, I mean, I, I take his word for it. Obviously, I don't think he's, like, trying to fucking do anything funny here. It's just yeah. um, I get in anxious mode where I know people are starting to pay me, and I'm like, oh, I need to make sure that this is all set up and, and ready to go. But, like, most of the things we do in this fucking brand, it's all, like, band-aided together and just works out in the end, you know? It's funny when you say pre-order. It always reminds me. I had a first-grade teacher, Miss Derby, and she's like – she hey, hot. I think at the point I thought she was, and she literally told all the parents if you paid her like X amount of money, we got free highlight magazines for life. You know the highlight magazines when we were kids. Yeah, like where does she get off uh, doing that? You know, we're not in the best school system at that time. It was you know like not a good uh, town, and all the parents paid like cash. She quit and took all the money, and bounced. For wait. For like six hundred bucks, she must have been a crackhead. I don't know. I was like in first How grade. D- well, hold up, yeah. I, I feel like you probably don't have the details of the story. No, this is I've I've had the details. She's like my grandpa taking yeah. the money out of the fucking bank. <laughs> yeah, we all believed her. It was like such a reasonable fee for a lifetime magazine that kids love. 
Yeah, but like, why would your parents ever believe that you're gonna get a magazine for life? There was a whole like magazine was like forty two cents. There was like a whole document about it. Like she, <laughs> she typed it up. She played us. She played the whole community. What a beast! What's yeah. her name? Is Derby? Yeah, we'll look I don't her know up. her first name. I would, I would have to. Find I would out. like to do business. With I have her. a picture with her still, and I, every time I see it, I'm like, you played my parents. They, I probably didn't get like a birthday present that month <laughs> because of her. I love that. I was fully prepared for you to not know it was my birthday this week. And I was fully f- prepared to send you, like, such a mean text <laughs> at, like, midnight. Yeah, it was Steve's birthday earlier, so we actually mentioned it in the Fade the Public. I think some of the comments uh, were wishing you a happy birthday. Um, I was at I was at her house the night before, and I was, like, we were, like, almost almost stayed up past midnight, and I was going to text you then, and then I fell asleep at, like, probably, like, 1141 or some shit. Yeah. And then, uh, or no, I wasn't at her house, actually. I was at her house, but I came back here, I think, to sleep. Because I woke up, I, I woke yeah. up and I sent you that picture. <laughs> Me, I, like, woke up, texted you, and I was just like, uh. <laughs> It's just life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so your birthday was shit. Shitty. You worked. Just worked. I took off this weekend so I could just chill. What's the point of taking off, like, on a Wednesday when you're 29 and everyone's working and all you're just going to do is watch TV and. You like that Instagram story I put together? <laughs> It was out of control. I, I, it was pretty good. I, hopefully, I don't go down steps anymore in my 30s. This is my last year, right? You're going to need a 39. We need a 39-year-old step. I hope at one point you get big enough where someone <clears throat> pays us like 100 Gs for the longest staircase in like America. <laughs> be sick. I know where. Where? Thailand. Thailand. <laughs> Do you remember I those that, I to put, that was cement. Those I had stair- to poop so bad. But like even in the... Even in the... <laughs> <laughs> even in the hotel that we got the last night when you went down the stairs those things, whole shirt. those things were like made out of the, the top of those were literally sandpaper i was bleeding through my whole, like i don't even think i had a nipple after it you just slide down the stairs yeah the stairs that we walked up in thailand were like two miles long it was attic- i think you had to pee really bad too probably i probably peed on like the side of the stairs or something <laughs> that was crazy yeah i don't think you're ever gonna outgrow that as long as peer pressure is a thing you're gonna keep diving into it body can't take it anymore Oh, you're just going to die finding out die whether, whether or not it can. <laughs> die sliding. <laughs> Get rich or die sliding. That's good. That should that's be gonna the, the, That's going to be the name of a YouTube channel or something soon. That would be a great uh, a great like Instagram account. Just someone just sliding down random staircases all around the country or something. We should do that. Yeah. I know a guy that loves slide down staircases. <laughs> I'm just the king of it. Yeah. My mom, uh, she saw it and she loved it. And uh, she's like, is that all you have? And I was like. I've seen him slide down like a hundred staircases in my life, but I, for some reason, only had three or four of the videos. She's like, I remember when he used to slide down our stairs back in Emerson. <laughs> there was like a sheet I, that you used to go on top of I or something. I think that was like when I got the bug. Yeah, you were like, that was like peak. That was like when you first start, you first realized you could ejaculate. That was, <laughs> that was your version of that. I figured out I could nut. You figured out you could slide down stairs. <laughs> and all hell broke loose in our lives from there. Oh, God. So how was uh, FTP filming? It was good. Uh, I don't think any of the like the residue from the State of the Union really made its way into that. I we, didn't. Re- I didn't really watch the video, but I read the comments. Comments were brutal. And I was gonna ask you, like, how does that make? I feel like this was the first time where, because you're so open in every single video you do, I'm not gonna say it's bitching ass, but it had a lot of ammo for people that were not on your side to like be like, yeah. hey, you're a piece of shit that like make you feel some type of way or? it did it did this was, was the first the time first the time? comments really got to me a little bit yeah <clears throat> and then i started some were so stupid some were i was like you don't listen it, listen all those it was like 20 percent of people 
that like you were just calling me a fucking asshole. Twenty percent of people were calling animal and snacks idiots, and then the other people were just like, "I love you guys. Figure it, you know, work yeah. it out, figure it out." I just realized real quickly that like the twenty percent of people calling me assholes are like dudes that work at like Target cash registers or some shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, they just have no context behind what the way we operate and what I'm doing. And if you're like new to the channel and you haven't watched the, a bunch of the shit I've put out over the years, like, of course you're not going to understand. You're just going to come in and be like, why are these guys getting paid and shit like that? And it's just, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of nerve wracking actually like opening up the comments for the first time and, and seeing uh, a lot of shit. But I just understand it comes from people that, lack context on the on the situation but it was yeah it was uh it's i felt just, weird all day to be honest yeah with you i could that. i could see i didn't want to text you about it because i was getting mad at some points because i'm so like in a sense protective of you when it comes to when if someone shits on you or just ask questions where i just don't like the tone of it and i'm like it took me a, a lot not to clap back a lot of the comments yeah. but i didn't i didn't want to do it because then it would make it feel like everything that we had talked about on the couch was like not well intentioned and you know that wasn't the case it was just me getting angry in the moment of reading the comments but uh yeah like that was i definitely felt weird like all day will this make you start scaling back on what you say money wise or you're gonna keep going and kind of um no for a second for a little bit i thought about it mm -hmm. and no i'm gonna keep operating i guess the way that that we do i just uh i could probably just do a better job of figuring out what I need to be doing with the money. I don't, I don't care if people know what, what kind of money we have. Also too, if I know people were talking shit about like, because your clickbait title says you made over 250,000, right? But if you watch the whole video, it sees how you break it down. And also I think people have to realize that you should have the biggest pie of this company since this is your life. This is what you do day in, day out. It's not course, a one day yeah. thing for you. So therefore, yeah, you should have a salary that's very comfortable because if it wasn't comfortable, why would you keep going? Because everyone else needs like should be equally as comfortable. I don't agree with it, and that's where I was getting a little mad because that's how people I think should realize it. Yeah. Because you put majority of the work in, but also you know saying maybe you had forty extra thousand dollars where you know you're doing other things. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Like I sell my product, mm -hmm. and I'm the one who gets sponsors and advertisers. If they went out, got an advertiser, ran ads on the channel or something i was asking why don't they do that what the fuck like you, you looking at me uh, like i do people know can that's like fair game or? yeah of course they could do it i, yeah. I think like i i think they've tried i think i've tried for them as well but it's not where my energy goes to yeah. to do that stuff but like listen if they want to do that and that's something i i don't even know what i would do if that happened there's no way i would be like i'm the big dogs is taking that money yeah like at worst it would be like okay 50 percent is going to the company to reinvest 50 percent goes straight to your pocket yeah. i almost think that like if they did all the groundwork for it just take 100 percent of it yeah if they want to sell a product or something like that's completely up to them too and that was more so my point like i've built the company and that's not the reason i'm taking the money i'm i'm i keep the money because I'm the one who's created the product and I'm the one who brings in the sponsors and advertisers and things like that. And if, listen, the brand would not be the same if all those other guys went away, exactly. Max Animal, all, all those motherfuckers, everybody that's on the team went away, the brand wouldn't be the same, the money would still come in. And that was the point I was getting across with yeah. the money, you know? And obviously that's an exaggeration. Of course, there are some sales that come from people loving them and crossing over to other content and shit like that. Um, but yeah, like that, that was one of the things I said with like, with Barstool like people make themselves a name. You can make as much money as you, I'm giving you a platform to, to create whatever the fuck you want. 
is yeah. really the point I was getting across. I think the one of the takeaways from that is verbiage on how maybe you say things a little bit or you think so a little like in what sense? Like how I guess like like you said in like right now uh, I I make even though though they're gone if they do leave you would still make a draft guy maybe like and you would still make revenue but maybe you could say not in a not a harsh way but maybe in a in a way for it to not sound as like douchey in a sense. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I just I think I just say You say whatever comes out of your I say what I believe. To, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I think uh yeah. I mean, but also that's why I said like I'm probably exaggerating cuz I know like obviously that's not a blanket statement where it's like every dollar comes from me. Of course, there are thousands of people that follow Mike and Noah and thousands of people that follow Animal Snacks on Twitter and on YouTube and shit like that. And of course, they bring in their own personal side of the brand. Um but 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 what I'm saying is they have the opportunity to turn that following into revenue mm -hmm. and like we're still waiting on that to happen rather than me telling them what to do in order to make money you know yeah like come to me with a product that you want to sell and you can make money off of that come to me with an advertiser that you brought in we can make money off that you and know? i think they're starting to get that and i think this week this yeah and this week, is this, this is this is just constructive criticism this yeah. is not like no one in their place wouldn't understand how, i've been doing this for five years and i've learned across the way how to talk like, with sponsors said, and shit you said in the last uh podcast or uh one before that you people don't reach out to you you reach out to them do you strike out of course it's just like in life and you just have to find someone that will take a chance and that's how you have to get to that and max and snacks are smart guys they can realize what they can sell onto their brand it's not like you just got um that sponsored uh felix gray felix gray that makes sense you know you always wear blue light uh mm -hmm. glasses that fits your bill and you can sell that because you use it what snacks and animal they don't use that so maybe I don't know why Snacks hasn't yet done a reach out to like a small mom pop snack company, and that could be the weekly snack of the week, and you get a promo code mm -hmm. if you use it. That's who wouldn't take that. Right. Name Snacks, show the newsletter, do that. Animal could figure something out. Yeah, they've they've also. done stuff like this. They've they've definitely reached out to companies. It's just like nothing has gone full circle with it yet. Yeah. And I'm saying like just yeah, just like keep going with that stuff, yeah. you know. And that's for any like small time creator. Just find something that's like natural to what you're doing, and you'll be able to find a good fit and make and make money off of it. I think know? it would be interesting because you always say when people reach out, you you literally delete if they're like, what can I do for you? But imagine people like athletes send like a highlight reel of something they're specific on and why it would cater to their brand. Like imagine Snacks did a little small highlight reel of the newsletter of Snack of the Week. His name is Snacks. Look at the following. Look at the tweets I get from Snacks. You're, you're literally just laying out the emails that I do to sponsors. I'm like, this is why. Here's a clip of me talking about your brand before yeah. we even connected. Like, that's how you do it. And th that that's a clickbait for them. They're like, oh, all I have to do is say yes, and we'll do a small little thing. And I'm not saying you're gonna get rich off the sponsorships, but it's a pretty smart thing to do to like, start. They have great nicknames. Play that platform. Exactly, man. It's open. There's just you know that's that's why I value the platform more than I value money. Because you could do anything you want with the platform, you know? You got the eyeballs. You can engage with people. You can gain leverage over companies uh, over the long run. So that was uh, that was my piece in all that. But, yeah, I, I just think it get, if you're not in this life, you don't really understand the value of these things, you know? Mm -hmm. That's where I think a lot of the comments come from. So, so moving forward, nothing ain't changing. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> now, we had a good creative sit-down. I think we had a lot of... Uh, you just need to, like a, every light needs a spark here and there, right? Yeah. Wow. Can't believe that just came out of nowhere. It's pretty good, but usually once the light needs a spark, it's usually dead. You just need to replace it. 
Which means everybody's fired. <laughs> I saw uh, Scott's tweet about the startups, the drafts, like the, the stock shit. Yeah, hold on. I, I'm, this, I, is I just cool. wanna, this is cool shit. I just want to ask if I'm like seeing it correctly. Are you guys putting like pots for fantasy football and then yes. investing in stocks and winner will get it? They're buying in. So we'll do a league with 12 people yeah. and everybody throws $100 in. Instead of throwing $100 in, they take the 1200 and just put it into a stock. That they all agree on. Yes, and Scott's the one, the last one he put up that uh, Voyager, I think it is, or something. That's he's been really high on that for like he's been talking to me about it for like weeks or months or whatever now. So he definitely handpicked that and probably just like everyone was like, okay, we believe yeah. Scott. <laughs> and yeah, their startup. Uh, the first one they did was a Bitcoin one. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they bought it when Bitcoin was at like twenty six or something, and now it's up to fifty six. So they're Holy they're. Shit. Their buy-in went from like twelve hundred, probably, but the pot's now three thousand dollars, which is cool as shit. And they did it with Voyager, and the pots went from twelve hundred dollars for twelve people buying in to twenty-seven hundred dollars. And I think that's so fucking cool. That's amazing. That's, that's really cool. I, when I saw that, I'm like, I was really proud. of I that. was no way, uh, yeah. no way. Their stocks are. I've never seen so much. Right, it's just the craziest time to be involved in this stuff. Yeah, it's so wild, you know, and that's what makes it so intriguing. And it's like even I don't if you think it's gonna die down either. You like, know what's the coolest part about that? inherently in itself is it brings that league together on a bonding level even if the stock is shitty you're all like ah oh, fuck when you wake up that day you know what i mean like if bitcoin went down from when you bought in you'd all be like oh my god what are we gonna do it's at 20 today yeah. you know what i mean because you're all buying for it but it's like part of the bigger picture and that brings the league closer together i think so too i think the only thing to make this awesome would be say you pick a stock and by the time you're ready could pull out the money pull it out so at least you have that like the buy-in and then the profits would keep going. That's a that's a really good uh, that's a really good idea. Because and I'm sure a, Scott's probably on that, but I'm gonna let him know that. It's a, like a well, no, he has to listen to this to find it. True, good point. Yeah, um, if, if he's actually a listener, then he yeah. So like, take out the twelve hundred right yeah, now and let the fifteen hundred like, ride. At least you have a base in, in case it goes down below the. But 12. then it's still awesome because you still can potentially win. 2X, the upside is limitless. Yeah, that's that's, that's amazing. Fantasy football stocks could this could change. So so animal actually started a stock show. Did you see the first I saw one? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's been wanting. Him and Scott are going to be doing like uh, I think three shows a week or something. Oh, wow, that's a, is he on it or is he so like fake? They're doing. I think I think the one Scott's going to be on is just audio. Okay. I think they're going to do audio and then and then animals going to do maybe every uh, a live stream or something. I told him I would stake him like three thousand up front. Do like a three 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 to sixty nine fucking hero trail or something like that turn it into that or whatever Mm -hmm. um so that could be like a long-term piece of content for him too he's like very very into it both of them are really passionate about it so i was like this is you know fucking run it follow your passion yeah so it's it's cool to see all those things kind of like diverting at the end of the day i mean that's what like big dogs is kind of about again it's a lifestyle brand just incorporating the things that we like into our uh into our content and we see like no one mike are doing a lot nba top shot content now Mm -hmm. too on their on their thing i haven't really watched because i don't really care too much about top shot but like it's cool that we're, yeah, everyone's kind of like starting to branch out and do their own thing. It's fun. It's awesome to see that there's going to be so many branches in this company that you could, as a guy, it's like bar, it's, it's bar still obviously in the smallest scale possible, but you could find anything that you're passionate about on this channel, which is yeah. great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think I uh, think it's finally turned into the lifestyle brand that you wanted. Yeah, it's getting there, just like in a totally different direction than I imagined. You know, it's so funny. Like when you have these goals, you just like it's like I'm gonna get there, but I have no fucking idea what road I'm gonna take to get there. And it's you know, it that's why I say like you just do a lot of shit for a long time, 
for a lot of times and like it just manifests itself into that you know just work hard with good intent and it'll work out it always does i always was we're thinking- doing the movie <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's all good I saw a good quote uh, this week. I've been trying to read a whole bunch now and just trying to stimulate m- your mind and my mind. I'm trying to rattle you. That mind, body, and spirit. At all times. And it says, don't inflate yourself, your, your self-worth because where you are in your career. And moving forward in my career, I feel like at first it was always about the money because I was always nervous on do I compare to my friends on a pay scale? Am I less than them, you know? And I would hide the fact of I am making less, but I would lie about it for no reason because they're not paying <laughs> my bills. Why do I even care, you know? And I think that's super important to talk about. And do you think, like, do you do that or do you think not enough people do that? Uh, do what exactly? Like, your what you net worth a year, it, like, t- directly infect, uh, affects your happiness affects my happiness yeah um yes and no like the money itself obviously is not going to affect my happiness like having the extra x number of dollars in my bank account will have no effect on me i think i think it would just because i have like a bench scale of how successful the company's been from a monetary standpoint like year one and if we don't like grow upon it or at least like hit around the same then it's like oh we didn't we didn't innovate enough or we didn't work hard enough or something like that so I use it as like a benchmark and yeah, I guess it could, um, it could make me happy or sad, but like you could, I guess you can kind of replace that with any KPI that I would normally look at. So, so money, I mean, I wouldn't on a personal level, I would never like equate my self worth or like, you know, what kind of person I am with, with the money, uh, with the money I make. I'm actually like very, it, as much as I'm open about it, like it's, mm-hmm. it, it's actually, uh, like on a personal level, I would never talk to like my friends about how much money I make. Like, in a in a braggadocious way you know yeah. like i would never start a conversation talking about or uh i wouldn't be able to comfortably talk with our friends about how much money i make i feel like no matter who what friend you do talk about they some everyone's underlining lying about something about their pay because they want to make sure everyone's on the same page and i feel like because they're lying then you lie and then out of nowhere everyone is making thirty thousand dollars more than they <laughs> are and it's like so untrue yeah and it it does affect your mental it affected my mental for a long time i would say up until this year because even when I was just in my other store, salary-wise, I wasn't even – I think I was clearing 50K, but I would just do overtime all the time just so I can get the extra money. And I'm like, am I where I'm supposed to be right now? Is this, like – is this normal that my – like, is, money's not growing right now? We live in – yeah, like, being in uh... – it's it's really difficult to tell when you start comparing yourself to yeah. other people, especially in the area we live in, in sure. like New York City. We have friends that work in investment banking and shit like that. Uh, I think once you start comparing yourself to other people, it's like that's gonna be the downfall, the downfall immediately off the rip. You know, um, it, that's just something you shouldn't do in almost any aspect of life, not even like money inclusive. Yeah, I think once you start comparing yourself ever on anything you'll just never be happy you're never gonna catch it and you just have to it, i know so cliche but stay in your lane and just figure it out and seeing so many people now and i think at first because i always use you as an example when people are starting like their own passion projects and obviously your way is not the right way or wrong way but it works so i always put you as like the pinnacle because i'm like this is the only creator i know so take that with a grain of salt 
and I always tell people like this is what you should do this is what I think you should do and people don't agree with it or they're like oh it doesn't make sense for me and when I look at some of these websites that um, people are making I'm like oh it's like really wordy or like you know I, I start really going into it where I'm like how can I be a judge of what you do because my best friend has a show I don't do it people don't even believe what I say to them I'm like yeah. yo I'm like really like a I get so mad when I'm like you have Nick's number like why haven't you just like asked him a question they're like yeah he's busy or I'm like just ask a question he's gonna get to you at some point yeah I'm and like more than stop, happy to help like stop help friends asking out. me because I will tell you what I think he's doing yeah <laughs> but like at some point I'm gonna steer you the wrong way yeah I've, I've, I've tried to like I, I love getting people tapped into their creative side a little bit like I'll always help with that stuff but yeah there are a lot of people that I like can give advice to and some of them have their own vision which I respect and if you want to stay very steady to that but like some people are not good at taking advice or at least um, you know, I don't, I don't even necessarily know if it's advice, but like it just, you know, if you have experience in something and you could help people skip a roadblock along the way, it's like your duty to 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 help them in that sense. And I try to do that, but, you know, some people are not as receptive to it or some people some people just not are not about it, man. They think they want to do something. And then as soon as, you know, they really got to put their foot down in, in, into the fucking grass, into the dirt, they're not really about it. And I think more often than not, the people that won't take advice are are saying that it's bad advice as an excuse not to do things. No, I could agree with that. And I think a lot of people don't realize that you don't need to start with to, to make a profit. And I feel like people always are starting these passion projects because they're like, oh, I can make money like this. I can do this. And I've been trying to tell a few people that are starting like, hey, why don't you build around what you think people want to listen to? And then it comes organically, you know? and don't put too much time on the website. You know, web, I, I always say like Nick made a website that I'm still so fucking confused about, but that's why you're making the app. Like we said, yeah. we, I can't, I don't even know how to buy merchandise that that's why I tell you to buy it for me or slash just give it to me because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's free, but just, just do it and you know, put your blog out and maybe put what, like a book you read and you're, you know, you're, it's just the value that you give to people, man. The underlying thing about everything is just the value that you, like this is the conversation I had with Pete today talking about. It. I was like, I understand that literally my entire life, this all this whole shit runs off the sheer fact that I sit down, do research for three to four hours and make a long form fantasy football video on YouTube. That is like the thing that if I focus on everything else in my life, the people that follow me on Twitter, my lifestyle that allows me to fucking sit on a couch on a Friday night and record a podcast that will go out and like be part of the content. Like everything runs in my life based off that one thing. And it's that one thing is just purely to give off value to people that enjoy the shit that I'm doing. Exactly. I don't think when you start a passion project, you need to know at all what your end game is or how you will monetize from it. It just should be sheer. Like I'm passionate about this. I want to show you how to work and do what I'm passionate about. And if it brings you value, that's great. And once I have a following, maybe I can find a niche in the passion that maybe will bring me money. Or, you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of females out there right now that literally there's a girl on Instagram that just her life about gluten free stuff. And it's funny because that's what she has to do because she's celiac. And I don't think at first it was anything to make money off of. It was just like 
this is my journey through it and this is what I found this is what I've learned and now she's getting sponsorships she has promo codes that stuff comes because she started out doing that to help you guys to to document and help you guys is so much more uh, important than what you think in the end is oh this side hustle is gonna bring me money yeah you can't have it's not even like it's more important it's like you can't have that like if you do you're in the wrong your head's in the wrong place you know for sure it's not like a switch that you could do either it's like it's like it's either naturally there and you're gonna make it because the only thing you're thinking about is giving value or it's or it's the wrong way you know? i always think about the time when you first started because corporate america against creator you i was like you need a business card to <laughs> hand out like and you're like shut the fuck up <laughs> and i was like you need a you need something that's gonna pop up and it's funny, like we're talking about highlight reels. That's what pops up your value of you're showing them what you can do. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a business card going to do? The only reason I hand out a business card now, even in my job, it was like, here's my phone number. Text me. And if you need something, I will bring it to you. Like I use it as a loose leaf paper now. Yeah. I don't use it as a, a way of like, hey, here you or if go. you're a very if you're in a very creative industry, making a very creative uh, business card is a great way to show what you can do, right? You're not telling them, hey, hit me up. You're really just being like, I'm, it's like when people are like, uh, someone's like, oh, we're looking for someone to fill this role. We need that person to be funny. And someone comments under it. It's like, oh, I'm funny. It's like, if you were funny, you would have just done something funny or said something funny and we would have noticed you were funny. You wouldn't exactly. have had, you wouldn't say you were funny. That's like a creative business card is like, oh, you're just creative. Like this is a dope fucking business card. Like that's more likely to ring off. So I think, uh, yeah, just like showing what you could do, making sure you're giving value, uh, not focusing on shit that is not value driven. Do you think when you first start, say you're doing a website or something like that, is it important to get all those glitches off first? What's the point of a website? That's that's my underlying question. Like, if you're starting, what are you starting? Like, if you're, I get, I now see websites as a journal. Okay. Right now, like I see, like you know how you have like a link tree, whatever it's called, or Patreon. It's like somewhere to like so they can see all your your content. It's just a link for someone that's not doing YouTube videos and are not doing just like tweets or something like that. They just needed a platform for themselves. It's kind of like their resume. It's their website, and that's where they're going to put the content. And I think a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people are making websites because it's their online journal, and that's where you're going to reach their passion, and that's where they're trying to grow because they're not doing the videos right now. I know it's pretty important, but some people aren't doing it. So, But my question was, like, do you think it needs to be perfect at first? Do you think you need to work on that? That I think, platform I think you should get great or should you start just pumping out content? Uh, I, I think the content is far more important and valuable, but that that's a counterintuitive. Like I've basically made YouTube my home point, you know, if people mm-hmm. are like, where can we find you? Like, where do we look? But that's why you didn't need a website. That's where we, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're starting off with a website, yeah, I think you should put a little bit of time into it, but you can also, you can figure out how to make a really clean, easy website. <laughs> after doing like research for an hour on YouTube, to be honest, mm-hmm. a lot of people just are, are they have trouble being resourceful on things. And it's no, like, yeah. it's as easy as just Googling or, or YouTubing something. So I think like, yeah, you could, you could put some time into it and make it look clean. But like, once you start going overboard and being like, I'm only making sure that this looks good and the menu looks good and all this shit looks good. Like, you know, there's a, there's a point where it becomes obnoxious and you're, and you're being counterintuitive towards like the goal that you're trying to reach. Like they always say, don't judge a book by a cover, but everybody does. Cause you have to, yeah. no one's going to pick up a book when it's just blank and you're just like, fuck that. But also no one also picks that book that is so colorful that you're just like too much is going on. And I think people have a struggle of finding the in between of like not r- writing a whole essay on what you're doing. Cause after the second paragraph, 
I'm scrolling to see what you're doing because it's annoying me at yeah. that point. And too short means you don't care. You didn't put too much work into it. Like just finding the just right, I think is so hard. Yeah, and like have it say something about your brand, like who, what your personality is. Like have that wear off onto the website. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's just important to to be very natural with those things. And if if it's important, then yeah, like if you're just starting a like a store, you know, obviously the website needs to be the home base. But I don't think most people in today's day and age use websites for more than just like a a one page thing. You know, it's just like a a landing stop. You know, somewhere that you you kind of pivot the car and they can make contact with you or um, it's usually like a one-off thing, but mm-hmm. so you're, you, people like diversify now. It's it, you, you, you have to be everywhere. Whereas like five, 10 years ago, the website was really important to be your home base. Yeah. Nowadays it's like, yeah, you could look me up on YouTube. You could tweet at me. You could go to my website, but like, why the fuck would you go to my web? You know, it's yeah. just like, I, th- I think websites are like a very big business thing that not going to be outdated, but I don't think it really matters unless there's a real, everybody felt like they needed to have one a while ago. I don't, I don't think that's the case anymore. I understand that, but I think it also is depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Because like I said, like some people are not going to have YouTube and Twitter on that mm-hmm. aspect. So you have right now, the only option, I'm not saying the only option, the, the new, the oldest reliable option is a website. So they feel comfortable. Maybe they branch out from there. It's the thing that you could make look professional the quickest. You yeah. start a YouTube channel like you're not going to look good for years. You yeah. know, you're going to look like shit out the gate. You don't know anything. You ever go back and see some old videos? Uh, I have been from time to time. I, I wouldn't like watch them, but like the first ever video we put up, people send it to us sometimes. Really? Yeah, like the shit I did with like Snacks and George, like on George's porch or some <laughs> shit like five years ago. With Snacks with a huge lip in his mouth? Yeah. I always but- go back to the one you, you're, you're just reviewing jeans. <laughs> it is so bad, but... You could, I, and I, me personally, could see how nervous you are. Really? Like, all you say is like, um, yeah, um, like how I say <laughs> like all the time. You, the ums were horrible. I'm like, really? Yeah. And it's, wow. it's pretty funny. And just seeing like what you were doing, video, like you were showing the floor, your toes. I was like, like really bad. Like, yeah. where's the jeans at? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the thing though. Like I, your shot though, I was right? doing the best I could at the time, which exactly. is which is crazy, you but know. It's funny you were forming something without knowing the end result, and it was a blob at first, and then you started molding it. And I think people need to remember that you're you're starting. Everyone's starting off with a block of clay, and whoever you might make a pot, you make might make a pan. It might it's gonna look beautiful at some point. It's gonna like, look beautiful to somebody. Yeah, that's 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 the beautiful thing about content, man. And you keep telling me about that because I. I Every every episode we end with like give Steve a like, and at the first like three episodes I'm like, damn, are these good? Do I suck? Am I high right now? Am I that <laughs> nervous? Like you know, put listen to Drake all the time, and I was just like, is what's happening? And seeing the likes now are very like, it brings me a boost. But I was like, oh maybe I suck. Maybe people don't want to listen to us. And one of our friends, you know, told us that you know it helped him one of the episodes and. You just like quietly said it like this is why we do it. It's just one person right now, but in the end, if one person could relate, there's so many people in this world that might relate, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah, and that that's like my job too. As I bring on people like Animal and Snacks, and as you help me out with the content and stuff, a lot of you guys look at me and expect the same shit right out the gate as like some of my YouTube videos. Yeah, and I know at this point I've done enough shit to know that each thing is its own thing. You know what I mean? Like each thing starts from the fucking floor, and you got to build it up. So, like, when you come in and you're like, oh, this shit's not, like, popping off. Uh, you actually texted me that at one point. I was, like, uh, legitimately a little angry. 
you did. Yeah, you're like, hey, we're not. I know it was like a completely harmless message yeah, by yeah, you. Yeah. It was like, oh, this, uh, why yelling's not popping off, huh? And I was just like, yo. Like, the fact that you expected some shit to happen after four episodes. It's so dumb. It was like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I. It, but it's funny because, like, I don't remember. I don't know if I. I feel like you brought this up to me, or I don't know if I was like, let me do this for you. It just, like, this is. This happened. podcast? Yeah. Um, and at a point, I'm like, did, like. I don't even know. Am I doing this? Like, do I have to do this? Like, do you I, want to? No, I do. Okay. I do. I think I was just nervous for the first two episodes and now it's just getting easier. It's a, just, I, I could see now when people are working, I know it's only one thing of content. So I'm like, Steve, you're just being a cunt, but I'm just like seeing how, like, it's a little stressful. I'm like, Oh shit. I got to after work, come here and then go home. But it's just like, I'm not doing what I'm just going to go home, eat Oreos on the couch and watch TV. So yeah. might as well, <laughs> Try to figure something out. And I see, I'm seeing so many people like Heather and her friends, and they're all shooting a shot. And maybe some of them I don't agree how they're doing it. And maybe I don't think it's something that will be beneficial in the end. But I'm like, hey, they're fucking trying. I'll and always I, respect people that put I, themselves and out there. And I should there. stop judging. Because right. I, I, I'm judging them on the base of fact that I just don't like the content, or I'm just judging them because I think they're doing it wrong. And I'm like, who am I to say something? Most people that? judge in that sense because. Because they wish they were doing it, yeah, and they're they're too scared to do it, so they want to make the other people feel like they should be scared again yeah. and not do it anymore because they're too cowardice to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And me personally, I don't think that is the root that was stemming for me. I think it was more of I don't know what I want to do, so I'm just here, like trying to figure it out and see how it goes. I'm. Not, it wasn't anything of like. Oh fuck these guys I could do it better I was like no way I just don't You know Yeah yeah It's not even from like A competitive standpoint It's more so just like You know You're you're You want to do it You're too scared To actually start doing it Or don't know The right path So it kind of throws you off Seeing other people Jump in head first And you're just like I still don't know If I should do it I still don't know What I'm doing You know so um, It's tough I mean like I obviously dealt with that At the very beginning Of things too But that shit is A long way away From you know Where I am now um, But I try to remind myself every time someone starts diving into this world and shit, just how long ago that was for me and like the emotions that you go through when you start it. Um, but it's good to see like just a few people that reach out. Cause you know, for every person that reaches out and actually goes out of the way to say something, mm -hmm. there's dozens behind that that actually yeah. do appreciate it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's how you build that like silent, strong fucking army. Cause before that, before you know it, like the one person will turn to the dozens and those dozens will turn to the thousands and shit yeah. like that, you know? So I do I, also respect the shit out of people that, like Matt, for instance, he's doing a sneaker thing. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what he's trying to do. Essentially, in the end of it, and I think he's still trying to figure it out. But I love that he's trying to do it by himself, and he he is putting the work in to just find out. You know, he's he, and I think if he had a question, he would reach out. But right now, he's like, it's nothing big, nothing crazy. I just want to see where this goes and see what I can do by myself. I think that helps people in their life, dude. The kid starts running mar like he he just ran a half marathon on. Are you serious? Like. like he, yeah, he doesn't is he in good shape now? Yeah, he doesn't even smoke pot anymore. Barely drinks. What? And, and like he moved. I think maybe is he not fat Matt anymore? No, he's not thick. And I miss thick Matt. Damn. But he he's in shape. He's runs now. He's like joining a gym, getting back into basketball. And it's just like I I do think it was when you start hustling and following a passion on the side, it's like a small little like dot in that. It gives you like energy a, everywhere. It's like, it's like food coloring. When you start putting a little bit more in water and a little bit more in water. It's going to change color and it's going to be for the better or it's going to be for the worse, but you're going to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just exciting to see 
It is. We're, yeah, we're at an exciting time, and it, it's cool because, like, we get to inspire the entire generation underneath us, right? Like, showing them that it's cool to do this shit yeah. and just, like, you know, go after things that, that make you nervous. Usually that those nerves are pointing you, you know, they make you nervous for a reason. We were taught to, like, hide feelings and hide all that, and now it's like, Nick cried this Saturday. Matt has no like, business being as, like, as athletic and good as sports as he is. He doesn't? He's, like, he's like 5'8". He's, like, 5'8", just, like... He doesn't have long hair anymore, but he just yeah. had like a ridiculous long red hair. Like you would laugh at him if you saw him on the mound, and then he would strike you out. Yeah, but I would say at a, that was a bad example only because like pitching. He, I think he stopped Wait, he stopped was, pitching like sophomore year. So, yeah, they don't know him. So I could best basketball it. player in our grade, like by <laughs> far, probably the best. I, I think he was. I would say he's better than me at baseball, and I think really? he. I, I would say so. He was so good in the field at shortstop, like he was really, really, really good. Uh, I, I think Andy man. He, the candy man he was just naturally <laughs> athletic all around but yeah i'm i'm happy he's doing his thing and like the cool shit about doing stuff like this is you take a lot of these things not only does it make you like a more well-rounded person you know like it's it's something else that you're interested in something else that you could talk about but like you'll you'll be surprised at how much of this stuff you could take and apply to your other aspects of life not even just the conversations yeah. but like the physical parts of it like so you know you never know when someone's i mean maybe not in your case because you're not doing like video editing per se and sometimes like, we have to do videos and send it to corporate and now maybe a future i i'll have to edit it and i can do it really quick they're like what the fuck yeah that exactly that's what i mean like a lot of the stuff that you do in content nowadays is more uh interjected into like real life and real yeah. business and stuff that it becomes such a handy thing to know you know what's pretty funny this week we, we had like a team meeting about a sore subject and I'm not going to get into details because it doesn't, it won't make sense. But I guess I was just talking, trying to motivate them and seeing, telling them why we're doing it and how the, moving forward. And my store manager that's above me pulled me aside. She's like, you were so inspiring. This really? meeting. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I, I had no idea. And like, everyone was like, like pumped up that day. And we sold like, like business has been bad. No one's really been buying, but that day we sold fifty thousand dollars worth of merch, and everyone was just in a good mood. We were popping champagne. You call and, it merch? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were like popping champagne. Like everyone's in a good mood. They're like, "Steve, those words." I'm like, "What did I say?" <laughs> I don't and even remember that I shit. <laughs> blacked out. Just kept talking. I and I, I do think it stems from the last five weeks. I've been feeling good because I feel like I've been making the wheels turn in my brain more than usual. Not like just go to work. Work, go home, eat, sleep, repeat. I'm telling and you, the more I'm the more success we have with this, and the more people that like reach out and let you know about that yeah. stuff, it's exponential with this stuff. Shout man. out, sexy Pats. He sent me a tweet middle of uh of work about like just a nice review, and you could definitely see the smile behind my mask at work. It just makes you feel good. Yeah. Like I want to show my mom, but then she would probably listen and be like. You know, do this. You curse too much, and I'll be like, "I, I gotta go, Nick." Yeah, you'll, uh, he'll get used to it eventually, and the dopamine will wear off real quick, though. Yeah, and then someone's like, "You suck." You're a cunt, and yeah. then that's the one you fixate on forever. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna put it on my like wall. If actually I can't, because Heather doesn't let me choose anything that goes on our walls. Oh, well, then you could choose. Look, you could use my wall as a fucking plaster, as, as, a, can, as a canvas, <laughs> a blank canvas. That's it. That's all I got. I'm done. No, I'm done. We're gonna keep going. <sighs> I can't. Yeah, you can. The words keep going like a teleprompter. Don't start this because I don't know where you get these <laughs> raps and text messages. Uh, I was very interested to know. I haven't been single for many years. You know, I got locked up. They won't let me out. What do you 
look for Stop. in in women. Because um, we're at an age where at first it was just aesthetics. At first it was like she's hot. I would love to have sex with her and tell my friends about it. And now is that even a thing? Do you do you think you would even? Is it still like at first just aesthetically, and then you start talking to them, or they had a funny caption? You wanted to see where that went on like a internet dating site. You, you talking guess. about on dating apps? Or you talking about like in real life? I guess, or just in I mean, general? They're pretty intertwined now. Yeah, I they? guess uh, I would say. I mean, first and foremost, it's gonna be it's gonna be looks. Like you got to be attracted to them, of mm-hmm. course. The second thing that I look for is. Um, sense of humor I think like if you check off those if I can be attracted to you and I think you have a good sense of humor then I'll, I I can go past that step but like if you are by good sense of humor it's like either you find me funny or you're funny like either of them could work as long as we're gonna have like a good time together and we could smile and laugh and shit yeah. I'll see where it goes from there so that's like the borderline of it after that I'm at a point where like I actually need someone to be very intelligent I think like yeah. I I need somebody that uh, can understand what I'm doing or at least like try to understand and and be their own person and like have their own thoughts for real and like I put push the way that I think um for for a while like as I'm dating I always found myself naturally uh attracted to girls that were in marketing like we always like really hit it off well when I when I've been on dates with girls that are in the marketing field uh dates always go like really 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 well and those are the girls that I end up wanting to like see more but i would say um intelligence is always going to be the most attractive thing to me after like the two baseline um attractiveness sense of humor intelligence what will always be uh i just think we're in a in a world today where like nobody thinks for themselves yeah you know what i mean and when i could find someone that does that and like challenges the way i think it's so it's so attractive to me it's not frustrating at all it is but it's in such a good way really yeah i don't find a lot of people that like I don't like to conversate with a lot of people just in general, you know, outside of just the internet. Everyone on Twitter is a fucking moron, including myself, you know? So, like, when I'm talking to people in in real life, it's like most of the conversations are shallow and shit. So, I'm not getting pushed mentally. Um, I th- because when we used to go to bars back in the day, your beer goggles were horrible. <laughs> it got I, worse the last, like, couple of years. And it was, I would, like, literally, like, hold your face and, like, Nick, don't do this. He like, I'ma do it. <laughs> I was like, no. What, what voice is that? I don't know. But that's how you would talk because you had beer goggles on. And it's so funny, like drunk you horrible judgments. And it wasn't even girls like I would like I hated them how they talked. I was like, this girl has nothing that you would want to do in Yeah, the but I mean the ideally, like by the time you have beer goggles on, like it you're, doesn't matter. You're not well not not that it doesn't matter, like you've already put in some work somewhere you've like gotten a, you're hoping you're not like beer goggle level by the time you're meeting somebody you know yeah like you meet someone a little earlier on so you actually get a good read or a good judgment on them so by the time the beer goggles hit they're just like they boosted up from like that seven to like an eight and 8.8 or something you know what i mean <laughs> sometimes if you don't get to anything before the beer goggles hit then you're looking at the you know i always remember it you had a date with this girl. And I think you were pretty excited to go see her. I don't remember where you went. And I know like, exactly what you're going to say. Half right. hour, like in, you're like, this girl sucks. She was so like dry, sense of humor, not laughing, like complaining about everything. You were about to ditch. 
It was the only bad, the only really bad, the only date I've been on that I didn't enjoy. I won't say the only bad date I've been on, but the only date I've been on where I was like, yo, I hate this date. And the next day, she texted, you said she had a good time, didn't she? I was like, you fucking, <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, because she acted like she had the worst time ever. I was out there trying to have like such a good time. I thought it was going well. Like I thought I was, you know, on my game and shit. And she just pretended like she didn't want to be there. And the next day she was all about it. I was like, this is some witchcraft bullshit I'm not here for. Fuck you. I'm putting you on trial. We're burning you at the stake. I didn't answer her, but fuck her. She, oh, you know what's actually mad funny? Wait, I came across her somewhere on the internet within like the last two weeks or three weeks. Really? Yeah. I want to say it was like, you know when you join a new app? Mm-hmm. And it like everyone who's in your phone contacts, it just it's just like, do you want to add them as a friend? Like all these girls that like don't like me right now or don't like me just because of past things we've been through are all popping up on like my suggestion. Wait, they add contacts now? Th- they won't add you, but they'll say like when you like, oh, do you want to sync your phone contacts? It wasn't Bumble when I left. So this is how I'm talking I'm about like club. I'm talking about new. I'm not talking about dating apps. I'm not talking about dating oh, apps. Okay. I'm talking about like a uh, social media apps. Yeah. So like you you log on to like Clubhouse yeah, yeah, and, like, and yeah. it'll be like, do you want to add this person as your friend? Because I still have like their phone number and I, yeah. you know, after we're done like hooking up or whatever, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm just going to delete your phone number because <laughs> I'm like angry about shit. So I have random phone numbers all over the place and uh, I think she popped up on it. I think I added her. I think I gave her that Clubhouse invite. Yeah. <laughs> Let her know I still fucking own her. <laughs> just ki- kidding. I just uh, don't, don't. I fucking own her. Fuck her. <laughs> I hate her. You got anything from me? Um... I'm like so, I'm so ready to be done. Where are we, what what minute are we on? We're over an hour. Oh really? Yeah. That went fast. Well, yeah. I mean, we talked about nuts for 25 minutes. Dude, <laughs> nut part two with that big nut nutter butters. No. Big nut party. Okay. You want to <laughs> take Viagra right now? <laughs> no. What yeah, the f- what, the, what the heck? Imagine me just on the train with a full boner. I'm coming tomorrow to, with Viagra. Already in my system. Can you just? <laughs> You love having boners. It's not my fault. <laughs> I always have them. Well, this is us signing off of boners. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. That needs to be done. I have a boner when I'm making my fantasy videos usually. <laughs>